Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on IT modernization in government, underwritten this week by Boomi. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we're talking about a new generation of low-code and no-code platforms that are making it easier for government agencies to integrate and manage their multi-cloud workloads. Our guest today is Joseph Flynn, public sector CTO at Boomi. Joe has had an extensive career in technology, having worked at Merrill Lynch, IBM, MIT's Department of Defense Advanced Research Lab as CIO, and a number of positions at Dell before being named public sector CTO at Boomi. Joe, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to the program. My pleasure, Wyatt. Thank you for having me. Well, as agencies continue to embrace cloud solutions, there's an increasingly critical need to look at integration in a new way. And at the same time, the ability to find the right talent to help with cloud integration remains a challenge. That's where a low-code, no-code integration platform as a service model is becoming increasingly beneficial for agencies. So, Joe, let me start by asking, how would you describe the landscape right now for agencies to move workloads from one cloud provider to another? And and why does an integration platform as a service make more sense than in the past? I think when you look at what agencies are struggling with and what they're really dealing with is the complexity of navigating the cloud space itself. It is really difficult right now for them to come to grips with the right strategy around it. I mean, there was cloud first versus cloud smart. Then you start looking at the idea of hybrid to on-prem to legacy debt and edge. And the various types of technologies on the various types of platform have really made this difficult. And when we talk with our customers, around their migration to cloud, especially coming out of uh, things like the new executive order from the White House and what the Technology Modernization Fund is trying to do in the federal government. Moving these legacy debt systems onto cloud is a really difficult decision that has to happen. Part of what makes it difficult is the explosive growth in their applications and data. It challenges not only this technical decision-making around this, but also business decisions, budgets, contracts, the administrative tenure of the leadership in technology. And so when the make these decisions, they have to have a real sense of what can I accomplish? How quickly can I accomplish it? We talked about skills gap impacting the ability to migrate legacy systems. And so when people start looking at decisions around different cloud platforms, what they really need to make sure that they're not doing is locking themselves in. Part of it is because not every architecture suits the workload that's going to be used. Google may work really well for research type things. AWS or Azure might work better for administrative and enterprise level business process and transaction processing. Where it becomes really interesting is when you start trying to figure out how do you move data and applications amongst these various systems. And containerization has gone a long way to help that. But a tool like Boomi, which is an integration platform as a service, does a couple of things. One is it will allow them to connect everyone to everything at any time. It allows organizations to deal with the technical debt and the need to modernize and move to more secure cloud-enabled systems. It also allows organizations not to have to do a lift and shift, but modernize and migrate in a sequence that best fits their organization. The key is, is that with Boomi, uh, we call it a neutral broker amongst all these systems. We have native connectors that will allow you to connect all these various systems together. And so when the time comes to have a workload in AWS, communicate with the workload in Azure as an example, we have a way to connect those systems together and move that data seamlessly. 
Maybe you're moving things from a mainframe to a SaaS partner. We have ways to seamlessly connect those. Because Boomi is a standalone neutral player in this, we're not beholden to any specific technology that a specific platform may require you to use. We make it very simple to be able to migrate and move data amongst all these various platforms. So as you start to design your architecture and your strategy around cloud and multi-cloud or smart cloud or cloud only, we have the tools to be able to help people do that. Just for clarity, what makes an integration platform as a service distinct from other cloud migration solutions? Two things. One is it's not solely a migration service. We do migration. We do migration really well, but it's also an integration framework around data cataloging and mastering data and EDI exchanges and APIs and and actually UI and workflow code platform along with the integration playing in it. In Boomi's case, we use low-code, no-code framework, which really eases the complexity of that integration development work. It allows agencies to use less skilled resources and allow them to use their most senior development engineers on more complicated, more strategic business-facing activities. Boomi itself is cloud-native and is built really on fully modern technical stack, whereas some of the other players in the field have been in place for a number of years and kind of came out of the legacy architectures on-prem and have migrated to the cloud. Boomi in its entirety has always been a cloud-based organization. It is scalable. It is composable. It allows agencies to simplify their integration work based on the specific use case they're trying to work through. And lastly, one of the things I think that absolutely differentiates Boomi in the market is the Boomi community of users that we have, which we call the Boomiverse. And it's made up of various customers from all over the world. It's over 100,000 members. Within there, there's 65,000 certified Boomi developers. These people that have gone on and trained and learned how to use the Boomi platform. And what we typically see is that any kind of scenario that's out there that you're trying to do, someone within the Boomiverse is actually done already. And so they're very vested as a group in our success and other people using our technology to become successful with it. They believe in it that much. They're they're absolute advocates for us. And, and I tend to say that they're our best sales organization because they're just so fervent in their belief that the product does what it can. The other thing that's really important is within a 30-day period, we will process well over 2.1 billion with a B integrations through an index of over 125 plus million integrations that have been written and cataloged in our platform. That feeds our artificial intelligence engine that actually helps you build out these integrations. So if you choose to use what we call Boomi Suggest and you create your source connection, you create your target connection, and you tell it what you're trying to do, Boomi Suggest, for the most part will get you between 75 and 90% of what you're trying to do just with the click of a button. And then you have the ability to build on it and customize and change and code around it if you need to. The other thing that's really important from a Boomi perspective just is there's free training and certifications available. So whether you're trying to just migrate data from a legacy system to say maybe SAP HANA, or you're going off of a custom on-prem service tracking and ticketing system to ServiceNow, we can help you migrate those systems to that platform. But then we have the wherewithal to be able to facilitate the entire data fabric and ecosystem around that to allow you really to connect all these devices and all these applications and all these data sets, both on these really modern cutting edge platforms, as well as the legacy stuff. Talk to us a little bit more about Boomi's no-code, low-code process for integrating cloud services. What are the pros and cons of that approach, and when would it be most appropriate for agencies to consider using it? 
So low-code, no-code really has taken off in the past few years. Gartner's said a number of things, and Forrester as well, about the adoption of no-code and low-code really becoming the predominant development technology Going forward in the next five years, you're going to see a significant propagation of those types of tools in in the various disciplines that they work in. It really helps simplify and accelerate the complex work of developers. So where you may need an army of developers hand coding all this this activity, by using low code, you can certainly see reducing the, the level of skills required to do this work and accelerating that work out. When you start looking at the retirement of these legacy developers in government and the aging of the, the workforce there and the shrinking technical skills that then happen by that, low code, no code really allows these agencies to spread that work out from the traditional programmer roles to more non-traditional roles, junior developers developers, business analysts, data analysts that can create their own integrations simply and quickly. Within Boomi then, it's also the ability to write user interfaces and applications that can interact with your applications and your data. And by doing it in our no-code, low-code, no-code environment, you don't have to create something for each platform. You create it once, it'll work on a Mac, it'll work on a PC, it'll work on iOS, it'll work on Android. You're only creating the interface and that user experience once. We've been around doing low-code, no-code since our inception over 20 years ago or so. And while we really espouse the benefit of low code, no code, where we differentiate ourselves. We also have the ability to create complex code and functions as necessary within the platform itself. So if you wanted to build a complex function to do a call and process something, we have the ability to do that. Can you talk about some success stories or use cases in the public sector where an integration platform as a service has really helped accelerate IT modernization and integration? Yeah, so one is a regional rapid transit organization where they were trying to modernize their maintenance and service equipment system. They chose ServiceNow to do that, and they were struggling with how they were going to get that work done. We helped them lay out a program that would actually migrate their legacy systems over to ServiceNow. But also, we integrated their on-prem systems and some of their cloud systems they were using, including their procurement systems, where they tied directly into ServiceNow. So as they started to build out their ServiceNow scenarios, it would be able to trigger things like pre-ordering of parts, scheduling of workforce. And they were able to do this really over the period of a couple of months. It ended up being so good and worked so well for them, they actually expanded it. And they looked at, well, how do we start looking at doing citizen services around this? And so they took Boomi as an integration platform and tied it into their scheduling systems and embedded it into Google Maps. And so is my bus going to be on time at this station? You could call up the schedule. It would tell you where it is in Google and and where that bus might be and how long it was going to be before it gets there. So you could better plan your timing on it. Another one that I think was really interesting that we worked with a regional city in North Carolina around smart city projects that they were doing. The population was exploding and they were trying to figure out how they can manage traffic flow better and optimize that. So they brought Boomi in and Boomi integrated with their video systems and their traffic flow systems, picking up all the sensor data and were able to go through and filter it out and organize in such a way where if they knew that an area of the city was backing up, they were able to get some traffic managers to adjust things. They also had the ability to better synchronize their lights. That actually built into then was, well, how do we deal with things like uh, water systems? And so they built out with SAS, who's a pretty big player in the, the smart city and IoT space, a network of sensors on their water mains. 
and if a water main had a problem, the sensor would trigger back into Boomi, and then Boomi would burst out requests for services to happen. It would actually go out to their enterprise service bus and send messaging to people that were impacted. So if they were going to be taking a water main offline, everybody that was basically impacted by it was going to be able to be communicated with on an almost immediate basis. Uh, Lastly, Joe, what would you recommend agencies keep in mind to test out and deploy an integration platform as a service? The first thing is I'd say the Boomi platform kind of takes on a life of its own when organizations see how easy and powerful it is to work with. We do have a great professional services organization that assists customers with large projects, but also starting up a Boomi practice. And so when an agency is interested in starting with Boomi or any integration platform, discussing it with your vendor and seeing how you can do a proof of concept. How can you actually try it out in a small environment on a small thing that is not so impactful to your organization that could really introduce risk to it? We work with over 500 partners in SIs, many of which agencies may already have relationships with. The idea is to start small, do it in an area. Maybe it's something you've got integrations running on currently, but that you want to test it because you have something that's validated you know can work. By bringing Boomi into test against that baseline, you can really see how it's going to react according to it. The other thing I think is when you're looking at your vendors, you need to know that you can actually work and contract with these vendors. So from Boomi's platform perspective, we're FedRAMP certified. We're also a member of StateRAMP. And lastly, we have a number of direct partner and consortium contracts that enable an easy purchase experience from our customers. And I think when you're looking at starting this up from scratch, that's a lot of what customers should be looking at. Well, I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for today. Joe Flynn, thanks so much for joining us to talk about no-code and low-code integration platforms and how that can help government agencies integrate faster. Thank you, Wyatt. Appreciate the time. And thanks to Boomi for underwriting today's episode. Look for more of our IT Modernization in Government series on fedscoop.com and our FedScoop radio channels on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in.